Hi, everybody. It's Renee and Ashley. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. Yay, let's maybe not do that for the episode name because this is <laughs> getting long. Also, I feel like you had all the good words. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. You were not going everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, uh, it's Renee and Ashley. It is Best Friends Club. And this is season six, episode seven, the one where Phoebe runs. Bless. That's not running. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I what you the way that you just said that reminded me of um, I don't know if everybody else had this experience. Growing up in your town, did you guys have like local commercials that were the production <laughs> quality was like pretty much you with like an old school camcorder on your shoulder <laughs> filming? Ashley, when you started to say that, you were like in your town growing up. I was like, you mean our town growing up? I was like, where is she going with this? And then I realized you were. Asking I'm talking to the, the listeners, the listeners, and not me, because I know I now no. know where you're going with this. Yeah, well, because you and I have an identical <laughs> childhood, so we, um, yes. So in our town, growing up, we had very like you know you had your national commercials that would be on for like McDonald's, whatever. But then there was also a slot for like local commercials. So I don't know if it's just like Southwest Florida. Um, no, I think had, everyone does that, and it's really just your local channels. So like. You know, NBC is always run locally, but, like, Nickelodeon is run nationally. But, like, every town is their own local news. So all the free channels, yeah. Okay. And so, so, yeah, I know that everyone had local. I just meant, like, were they all as, like, cheap? But I guess that's how it works. Like, you can tell your local commercials because they're so poorly done. So there was one for a bowling alley, and... Um, the idea that the bowling alley had was to like get some local kids to do the commercial. And so there was, I can't remember. Do you remember what, like what the lines were? Um, I just remember at the very end, it was a group of kids all like, oh yeah, that's right. So it was like at the very end, it was like a group of kids all shouting out, but there was this like, just before that, there was this like four year old girl who I'm assuming was like one of the owner's daughters and that's why <laughs> she got like. cast because she's holding a bowling ball and she's going, bring the kid out to Gaylords and Fun Place. <laughs> to this day, we don't actually know what she says other than to bring nope. the kid Gator Lanes the Fun Place, but the, in the middle, <laughs> I really, I don't know if she's like bringing, <sighs> bring the kids on down to Gator Lanes the Fun Place. I don't know, but yeah, we said that so we quoted that so much growing up that I'm like I, I was just thinking there's so much about my childhood I don't remember, but yet I know this. I know the weird I know this thing weird to be true. specific stuff because it's we used to say it all the time. Yeah, and I think repetition is key. We had some real clangers for commercials too. There was we another did. one for the local primetime video store <laughs> and it was like a guy sitting in a lazy boy with like the static from the TV and he was like changing the remote C-SPAN, C-SPAN, rerun, C-SPAN. And then it was like, wow, wow, 
when like the lights got all crazy from the TV and it was like primetime video come down and rent videos and he was like trying to like I think the stage directions were like jump up excitedly out of the recliner but like it took him a couple tries to get out of Yeah, the he was real planted in that chair. I mean, we've all had that moment, right? Like Yeah, you just as a normally kid, I thought it was two. because he was like a, a bigger guy, but I realize now it's just because some chairs really swallow you whole and you yes, can't really muscle your way out of them. Fault. But you would have thought that maybe they would have been like, "Okay, let's take two. Maybe take two. And yeah. You, you get out of the recliner easier." <laughs> Let's use a different chair. I don't know. Anyway, they're good. They were good. Uh, So that's not running. Come on. So I feel like I. I feel like. Remember, there was that other one. If you really want to see food, see Shrimp Shack. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. All the classics. Didn't those become like a cult classic t-shirt though? Like the Shrimp Shack t-shirts, people would like wear them to school. I think it's just because people just went to me? school with worked at Shrimp Shack. Okay, that might be it. <laughs> I mean, they sold the shirts. I do feel like they became like a little bit of a novelty item, but I think you're right. I think it's um of like amongst the people I that worked if there. They're still open. I don't know if they are. Could you would you walk back to Florida for one of uh, Frosty one of those, one of those bad, bad boys? boys? I don't know that I would. I mean, I don't have anything against Shrimp Shack. It was always fine. I don't know that I ever ate there. Oh. Well, my sister worked there, so we oh. went. See if we she still that. has her t-shirt. <laughs> bet she'd. You know, I feel like she does. I bet she would. Somewhere. Buried somewhere. I have um, no Joe's Crab Shack t-shirts. I burned You them don't? All. Nope. Not a one. Couldn't get the smell of fried clams out of them. I think that's what it is. Like, I have a lot of t-shirts from from life, and many of them are much older than when I worked at Joe's Crab Shack, but I don't have any of those. But I think they're, I don't know. I think I liked the bite me one, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Was it, was it the one that was um, tie-dye? No, the bite me one was black. It said bite me on the front, and I think it said like. It had a crab on the back or something like that. It was the least wild of all the shirts. The least a lot of innuendo ones. for your seafood restaurant. I don't know why that was such a thing. I why is it? Know. Why it got to be sexual? We're just trying to eat some seafood here. Just trying to sell some family establishment some seafood here, folks. Um, I'm pretty sure I've Marie Kondoed all of my old t-shirts and stuff but you know uh actually you know what i bet you a bunch are still at my parents house because they had to go clean out sure yeah they had to clean out my storage unit um when i had that cute idea that i was only gonna move to new zealand for a few months up to lols ashley said i'm only gonna go to new zealand for three months and i was like okay see you never and she was like no no really only three months you'll see and i was like okay bye forever she was like, no, no, no. See, I'm going to keep my American phone number and um, put my stuff in a storage unit. It's going to be awesome. I was like, okay, have fun. See you never. And here we and are. And who was right? I need you it right, for my I scorebook. I mean, journal. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, we haven't seen each other never. You've been here twice. That is true. And where else did I see you? I saw you in Vegas, saw you in Palm Springs, saw you in Hawaii. Oh, oh yeah, Hawaii, Minnesota. Minnesota? Your sister's wedding. Oh, I forgot about Oops, no. Sorry, Jim. Forgot I was there? <laughs> no, I forgot about the wedding. Oh. 
worse. <laughs> worse. I knew you were there. I just forgot it happened. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, and hopefully sometime soon, once we all get Vax Girl summered slash oh, yeah. winter, because it's winter down here. But anyway, um, yes. So, uh, okay. So I feel like I was just asking about this episode um, because last episode is where, like, um, the one with the last night where Monica and Rachel had that big fight and Rachel mm-hmm. was going to move in with Phoebe. It was, like, finally decided. Remember um, the rollerblades? Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> these candle candlesticks. Um, yeah, I, I love this. I don't know. I, I think I was saying before, like, it's just so fun when... Because Rachel and Phoebe are different enough, but, like, I feel like Rachel has a certain, like, deference for Phoebe's weird ways where she kind mm-hmm. of, like, she, like... Let's it be, she p- plays into it sometimes, but I feel like she just like, I feel like out of all of them, maybe not Joey, but out of all the rest of them, she seems to kind of like get Phoebe the most. Yeah, or at I least think like, you're right. She just like lets yeah. her do her thing and doesn't. Yeah, she gives her the most leeway, it. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um,. Yeah. So I like when they live together. Um, and I was wondering, like, when the running was going to happen. I didn't realize it was, like, episode one. But to Rachel's point, um, she's like, it'll be a fun roommate bonding. So it is early. So if you don't right. remember how the episode opens, Renee and I already gave you a little s- tasty sneak pre- pe- What? It is them recording their cool cool answering machine okay question for you renee yes if you had to which answering machine message would you rather have you and matt sharing word for word like hi everybody it's matt and renee or would you rather have bump bump we will we will call you back i think i'm gonna go with every other word what about you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're both pretty bad. I did try to do a singing one once when I was younger to Lionel Richie. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Um, you. We used to go a little bit to war on each other's voicemails. I just remembered this. With the pranks? Yeah, we would change each other's voicemails when the other one was like on a flight or something and didn't have <laughs> access. Yeah, well, I did it to you. Did you do it to me? I think I did it to you once. You did it to me a decent amount of times. You did it while I was on my honeymoon. Oh, no, you guys just left me a bunch of voicemails. That's what it was. But yeah, you um, did change mine a few times. A couple times, yeah. I changed I think we talked Facebook about that before. relationship status more. Oh my gosh. Renee, not only did you change my relationship status, Renee made a profile page for our very weird um, high school. Was he high school or middle school math high teacher? School. I think it was sophomore, freshman or sophomore year. Our high school math teacher used, he was just, the, he was a weird dude. And I'm sure he was harm. Well, he was probably harmless. He was just weird. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't creepy. He just like spoke in a monotone, very dry and boring. And whenever you like try to find out a little bit about him, the only thing I know about him was that his hobby was racing pigeons. Do you think he was kidding? Looking back, no, I think he was just a little bit socially awkward. So you think he actually like raised racing pigeons? 
I do. I guess someone's got it. Um, so Renee made him a profile page and then put me in a relationship with him. Thankfully, it was when Classic. we were in college, though. So I don't think it would have been like yeah. he wasn't going to get fired over it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because oh. Facebook didn't exist when we were in high school. There's right. one for you, listeners. Right. Although everybody that listens to this is probably also our same age. Yeah, or close. Close enough to remember when the Facebook came out. Remember that? The Facebook. Yeah, and then Justin Timberlake told him to drop the the. Um, So anyway, so uh, Rachel and Phoebe record their answering machine. um, And then Rachel's like, um, oh, I just want to call out. This is a weird one. But you know how in this scene, Rachel's wearing like the stretchy pants. And then she's wearing like a white sleeve, black sleeve, like or white and black, like long sleeve combo. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember when those commercials for like cotton um, came out and it was um, Christina Applegate used to do them? Zoe Deschanel did them a bunch. Anyway, for some reason, I have always loved this look of like one long sleeve shirt layered over another one with like the sleeves rolled up. So it's kind of like poking out. And I think Mm -hmm. it's because growing up in Florida, like, we could never wear two long sleeve shirts layered. Like there was right. never an, a, never a time when that was appropriate. And so maybe it was just cause it was like, Oh, that looks nice. And like, I don't know. I just, I just, there's something about that combo that I really like. Is that hmm. weird? No. Okay. If someone else out there knows what I'm talking about, you hit me up, but I know exactly um, what you're talking about. Yeah. I think the only thing I don't like here is that it's a V neck with a crew neck. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. And I feel a I little, um, a little PTSD of like the double polo. Yeah, we don't have to talk about life. that. We don't have to talk about <laughs> it. Uh, R.I.P. to many, many a nights of fashion. Um. Oh gosh, <laughs> the things that we were convinced were cool. I mean, that's every generation and. The only thing I'm worried about is, is it going to come back? That's what scares me. Oh, I didn't think about that. It was just, do you know what? Oh, no. It was very much like a Jersey Shore time of life. Well, it was like an Abercrombie time of life. Frosty wraparound sunglasses. The short jean skirts and the double popped collars and a lot of white belts. And like a very frosty lip and a wraparound like sunglass Ugh. <laughs> we don't and talk like, about that we don't talk about it because i we were like in miami during, like we visited miami sometimes during this so it was just like oh man it was bad anyway just don't do it um so rachel's like i want to go running before it gets dark you should come with me i love the idea of like going for a run in central park i don't think i've ever done it have you you've been to new york more than i have yeah i've done it but it, yeah, it was kind of more like, oh yeah, I'm going to want to run so much more because I'm running through Central Park. Spoiler alert, it's still just running, um, which I like running. I don't have a problem with running, but like I'm not a big um, run on vacation person. Right. So um, yeah, I've only done it like once, I think. We've talked about this, but like um, Ben and I were talking about it last night. He lived in Spain for a little while and he was like, oh yeah, I used to go on runs in the morning and like... 
it is a really good way to see a place because you can cover oh, a lot of ground, is. I guess. Yep. And yep. so, like, when we were in Japan, he was marathon training. And so he would, like, run all around, like, the gardens in Tokyo and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like, you know, he'd go on a three-hour run. Like, I get to, like, see all these cool neighborhoods. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? But yeah. I I hate running. I, I just yeah. – I think I'm finally ready to admit it because it's like, I don't know, I, I wish I liked it. I wish that it was something that I found enjoyable and just could get into. I I don't. I can't. I hate it. Yeah. That's okay. You don't have to. Thanks. I ran a lot when I lived in London. And yeah, it is a really good way to see a place. Um, you yeah. ran a lot in Florida, too, when you were living there I did. after I did college. Yeah. You and you and Ange would, like, do a bunch of races. You guys were oh, wasting no. away. Ange with me. Oh, really? But, I thought you guys mm-mm. trained together. Mm-mm. Nope. Quentin ran with me. He ran a couple races with me. Um, oh. But anyway, yeah, I ran a lot when I lived in, I mean, not even a lot, but I ran a few days a week when I lived in Florida outside, which is funny because now I can like barely get myself to run outside because I'm like, oh, it's really hot. It's really like, hot. It definitely was hotter in Florida, though, but I also didn't know any better, so... That's true. Um, I remember the first time I ever went for a run in Florida, I was dating a guy who was like an ex-cross-country runner. And he was like, come on. I was living in this like really, really ugly, boring neighborhood that was like kind of new. So everything was like a grid and there was no mature trees. So you know what I mean? So there's like nothing interesting mm -hmm. to look at. We like ran around the block, okay, in this like ugly grid neighborhood. So I think I ran about a mile, got nearly back to my house. I threw up oh. <laughs> and, then I was, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know if it's cause it was hot or cause I wasn't used to running or like, I don't know what, but I just don't like it. That should have been a yeah. sign to just stop <laughs> ever trying. Yeah. I do still like running. I go through phases though. I have since high school, like I will go through a few months where I run like several times a week and then I just won't run for months. Like, mm-hmm. I've just been like that pretty much my entire life. Um, but it's very hard on, on the bones, so. Yeah. I'm trying to do it more on the treadmill now. But, and also yeah. running with people is something that I think sounds really fun. But I, I only like running with people when I'm faster, not because I need to win, but because I don't like the feeling, I like psych myself out about not being able to keep up. Yeah. So if I can be the pacer, um, then you're, I com- just do you're more better. comfortable. I'm more yeah. comfortable. But then, like I, my friend Lydia and I will run together. Sometimes we go. She goes in and out of wanting to. She actually called me the other night. She was like, "Let's run a five k in the fall." I was like, "Okay, sounds good." Um, see you there. Yeah, I'll but, see you tomorrow. Uh, we'll run together, and she's like you're so much faster than me and I'm not fast like I just want to be very clear about that I am not fast but I'm faster than her so she likes that I'm push uh, she's being pushed to keep up but I don't like that so we're a good match that that works well then yeah um yeah so anyway hmm yeah that makes sense I'm with you I, I don't like feeling like the one that's keep like um holding everybody back yeah and that's what I don't like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think 
it would be it sounds very like idyllic to have a roommate that you go on runs with mm-hmm. um or like you know a husband that you go on runs with matt and i have been on exactly one run together when we were dating oh <laughs> and at the time we that you were both running individually before we met. oh okay okay and then we were like we should run together and I made the mistake of running to his house, and then we ran three miles, and then I had to run home. <laughs> oh, no. And I was really tired, but because <laughs> um, I think we lived like a mile and a half or two miles away, so it was just a lot of running. Um, and then he got knee surgery like shortly after we got married, and he hasn't run since, so. Yeah. Yeah. Ben and but I anyway. have gone on a couple. He was very nice and patient even though I'm, like, slow and, like, dying. Um, but we had a chat about it, and I was like, look, I'm just never going to be runner girl. Is this okay with mm-hmm. you? You're doing marathons. And he's like, no, it's fine. I like how it's, like, his own thing, right? Like, he doesn't yeah. listen to music. He just likes to run and, like – Which is crazy. Ar- I know. I have no idea how he does I'm like, okay, psycho. <laughs> I actually get out. <laughs> I'm like, I – I'm very bored for you, but I, okay. Um, but I think, I don't know, maybe he just like likes to think and be present. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like even people that listen to like audiobooks and podcasts, I can't do that either. Oh no, no. Yeah. He does I that can do that on a walk, but yes, not I can do that run. on a walk. I used to walk up the mount when I was living there and that's like a, you know, 20, 30 minute walk. It's good exercise, and I could listen to – I liked to listen to podcasts because I didn't really want to listen to, like, pump-up music because it's like, okay, well, I'm just walking up this mountain. Like, I don't really need to listen to music to just pump Just say me that up. sentence again, though. What I can't remember what I said. I'm walking up this mountain. I don't really need music to pump me up. <laughs> no, because, you know, you're just like – it's just – well, it was I know how high the mount is, and you know how high the mount is, but other people may not know. As I said, it was like 30 know. minutes. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't hard. It was just like walking upstairs, right? Like, and I had done it enough that it was regular. That is like, it was, it, it became routine. And so I was like, I could, I could listen to an audiobook. I didn't need like Beyonce. That was, that she would, she right. would have overhyped. That would have been overhyping. Yes. <laughs> A run. Yes, yes, yes. The mount. No, no, no. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know how he did it, but he was like, you know, he was like, it's, it's fine. I don't mind having this as my own thing. And I kind of like exercise. Like we, we both have our own thing for mm-hmm. exercise. I just find that yeah. nice. Cause then it kind of clears your head and yeah, I like having that as my own time. But Phoebe and Rachel think it'd be fun to run together. So they decide to go, um, to the park and Rachel is jogging, just normal jogging and Phoebe is running like a crazy person with limbs akimbo. Yeah. Just very, all over very, the show. Very, very crazy. And so they, um, Rachel comes back to the coffee shop and she's like, you guys, I'm telling you, she's, she looks like a, a cross between the $6 million man and Kermit the Frog. I don't really understand the reference. No. Maybe it's because, like, sometimes Kermit goes, like, raw and, like, kind of, like, throws his little arms around. But I, I also don't know. I also don't. The $6 million know who man. The $6 yeah. million dollar man is. Yeah, neither. Um, um. And Ross goes, Oh, Monica used to have such a crush on him growing up. And Rachel's like, Oh my gosh, I used to kiss his poster every night. And Monica was like, 
me too. Did you also have his album, It's Not Easy Being Green? <laughs> oh, bless. Monica had a crush on Kermit the Frog. Oh, poor Monica. I'm, I love how Rachel's like, oh, honey. <laughs> She's like, so anyway, Phoebe runs weird, huh? <laughs> um, so, yes, I find it funny. So, um, And so then, you know, Monica's like, Rachel, you just need to tell her the truth. Because, um, you know, because Rachel's like, well, we're roommates now. She's going to want to do this more frequently. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And she's like, tell her the truth. She doesn't. And she's like, Monica kicked me and I can never run again. And so then she does run again and Phoebe catches her and is like, I saw you grab your running shoes. You wanted to go without me. And she's like, no, no, no. I just wanted to see if I could. And Phoebe's like, come on, Rachel, I'm not stupid. And then runs off like all crazy. They're so funny. Um, And so Rachel does eventually come clean and is like, look, I'm sorry. It was embarrassing because you run a little bit crazy. And Phoebe's like, who cares? And she's like, well, there are people with eyes. This is the thing I was talking about before where when Rachel says that she doesn't get as embarrassed as Ross, this was one of the things right. I was thinking about. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's it's not like that big of a deal. But um, yeah, she's like, but there are people there, people with eyes. Um, but then Phoebe makes the point like, you know, running is fun when you run like you did when you were a kid, which... I'm not around a lot of kids, so I think I forget, but like kids do run everywhere, don't they? They do. And I was, when she said that, I was like, man, I like kids get out of the car and they just run up to the house. I don't do that. <laughs> did we ever used to? I don't remember running all I the think time. We did. I think you just move faster. And it's always like everything's a game, you know? That's true. You want to beat your siblings. You want to get a snack. You want to. You're excited to go into like the store and your mom's like, stay over here. You can't run across the street without, you know, like. Yeah, true. Um, I wish that we had more energy as adults. (laughs) I know. Be very nice. Youth Um, is wasted on the young. It is. I know what that means. I have a friend, though, who's a couple years older than us um, in Florida, and he still, we went to um, college with him. He still used to run everywhere. Like, he would get out of the car and, like, run up to the house. And I remember just being like, okay, okay, Kev, see you later. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, we'd be, like, sitting on the couch. He'd be like, oh, do you want another beer? And he'd just, like, run into the kitchen and grab a beer. Um, So funny. So he and Phoebe both have that going for them, that youth-like energy youthful exuberance yeah that's a good way to put it which is very cute very good um and so yeah so they kind of so you know they have that conversation I do I think it's really funny when Phoebe comes back in and she's like I'm sorry when Rachel comes back in and she's like Phoebe can I talk to you and she's like "Uh uh-huh go ahead and then just like walks out of the room (laughs) (laughs) I know so good like passive aggressive is funny yeah, I, I get it. Like, I, especially because she didn't give her any reason. It just seems like she doesn't want to do it anymore. You know? So I don't blame her. Yeah. And so, um, so they, but they work through that. And so, um, Rachel and Monica, sorry, oh, geez, women's names. What is it with the, Rachel and Phoebe are running in the park separately, crazy, and run into each other. And, Phoebe, uh, Rachel's like, you're totally right. This is so much more fun. Um, you know, it's just, and it doesn't matter if people are looking at you because you're only there for a second and then you're gone. 
And then Rachel runs into the police horse. So good on her. I guess she did overcome that and she's not embarrassed. Well, do you think that she, because they were running from like different places. It seemed like she was running totally normal until she thought Phoebe was going to see her. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Because she's doing her Oh, yeah. And then she like looks around and then she decides to run like a crazy person. Yeah. But either Um, way. Either way. I like to when Phoebe's like, you know, it's just more fun to run like you were when a kid, you know, when you were running to the swings or running in the park or running away from Satan. (laughs) The neighbor's dog. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's cute. So the start of some fun times between new roommates, Rachel and Phoebe. Aw. Our first roommate bonding time. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is Joey coming in (laughs) with his new roommate, Janine. Hello, Elle McPherson. I talk about her all the time. Janine! (laughs) Never thought of that. Um, So Joey walks in. He's like, hey, everybody, meet my new roommate. And they're all like, ooh, hi. Um, Where are you from? The most awkward. Hi. Looking at her like she's an alien. A treat. Who's never seen a girl before. <laughs> um, and so they're like, where are you from? And she's like, oh, I'm from Australia. And Joey's like, oh, down under. And they're like, what's your last name? LaCroix. Oh, that's pretty. I'm like, what do you know do? And she's either. Like, I'm a dancer. And he's like, oh, cool. You're a dancer. And they're like, so Monica's like, Joey, did you interview this woman before you asked her to move in with you? And he's like, yeah. I said, when can you move in? <laughs> Such a creep, that one. So, um, Such a creep. So he's like, um, he's like, oh, I can't, you know, she's so pretty. I can't wait to ask her out. And Monica's like, Joe, you can't ask her out. She's your roommate. And Ross is like, yes, and if you date her, I can't date her. Right. Yeah. I like okay, how Ross. they think that it's a zero-sum game. Like, mm-hmm. it's like one of them are going to get to date her. Right. Well, you know, Rate Ross's yourself, belief boy. is so if a man likes a woman, that man just gets to have that woman. That is how it goes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. End of discussion. Since Mark yes, liked is. Rachel, he gets to sleep with her. So, yes, that is that is Ross's belief. He's made that very clear. Um, But then they kind of talk Joey out of it because they're like, Chandler's like, remember when you dated that one woman and you guys broke up and it was super awkward and then you ran into her in the grocery store? And Joey's like, oh, yeah, that was terrible. So Chandler's like, well, now imagine you live in the grocery store. And Joey's like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so they're like, funny. no, Joe. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I can't. He was like, but what am I going to do? Because I can't not flirt when I'm around an attractive woman. And I don't remember exactly what happens here. Well, Monica's like, well, you don't flirt with me. And he's like, sad about that, sweetheart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, No, he asked Joey and uh, Chandler or uh, Ross Ross and Chandler. Chandler. Later, though, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he? He, Yeah, he does later. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he goes back over and she's like stretching in the living room in her ballet flats or ballet shoes. Which... The uh, the reproduction of that that jo- that Joey does later is yeah amazing. <laughs> She's stretching all over the place. 
Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, there's more room out here, which I was like, that's true. You're in that tiny little room. And then he he's like, oh, no, you just uh, reminded me I needed to do my stretches, too, and, like, can't touch his toes. And she, like, tries to go over and help push him down. And he's like, good, don't touch me. I'm all sweaty from the workout. And then, like, tries to go to the bathroom. And she's like, oh, sorry, yeah, my thongs are hanging up in there because they're too delicate for the dryer. And so he just is like, and so that's when he comes over later and he's like you guys I'm attracting her like a moth to a flame and so he's like he's like you two repel women what what can I and they were like so this is Chandler and Ross they're like we do not repel women and I like when Ross goes I've been married three times and Chandler just goes yeah it's so so funny like I wouldn't brag about that buddy uh, so, so Joey's but like, but then he's like, oh you... no, you're right. We do repel women. Yeah. Cause he's like, I've seen it happen time and again. Or you're get, you're like building up a rapport. Well, he's like, you build up a rapport with a woman and then you manage to kill it every single time. And Chandler's like, he's like, you're right. Yes, we do. We repel women. And he's like, remember back in college when, um, I can't remember who does what. Do you remember here what they bring up? <laughs> um, Ross is like, yeah, you t- couldn't stop talking about the Irish potato famine. <laughs> and then he's like, women. And then they just start going off on the, their themselves. He's like, women don't like yeah, it. Yeah, well, you weren't so hot either. After everything you said, he'd go, but <laughs> Which, speaking of, I have a really great joke for you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. A sheep, a drum, and a snake roll down a hill. But um, is that the noise they all make? Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> um, Where'd you learn that one? Is it from the children you were watching? No, my friend okay. <laughs> told me, but he has three children, so I'm guessing he learned it <laughs> from them. <laughs> um, that's cute. Um. Yes. And so um, they, yeah, that's right. The potato famine. And then Ross is like, women don't like it when I talk about science. And Chandler's like, that's not specific to women. Um, And so I think it's so funny when they're like, when they're, yeah, they're like, women don't like it when you explain why your jokes are funny. And Chandler's like, I'm so lucky. Yeah, correct their grammar. I am so lucky I found Monica. And Ross is like, I'm never going to find love again. <laughs> so Joey goes back home. And Al McPherson is like, hey, Joey, I think I'm going to order a pizza. Do you want one? And he's like, pizza? Not like I've never had that before. But um bum And then says something about the Irish potato famine. And says something about, don't you mean for whom? And she's like, all right, is everything okay? And he he says to her, like, look, like, you know, I'm trying to repel you because, you know, you're hot. I'm lovable. There's something between the two of us. And she's just like, <laughs> right. Uh, what are you talking about? Like, I think you're a nice guy, but not like that. Joey can't really handle that. He's like, I see what happened. It's because I was trying to repel you. 
He's like, if I turned it on, right. you you wouldn't be able to resist me. She's like, I don't think so. And he's like, no, I think so. <laughs> be a lot different if I turned on the charm. That's true. Yeah. And then he's like, how are you doing? And she's just like, I don't know. Fine. And he's like, oh, dear God. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Do you have do you have strong feelings one way or another about dating your roommates? Have you ever lived with guys? If, no. I have. Yeah, I lived with John and... Um, oh, of course. Steven. Um, I... I don't know that I have strong feelings, but I feel like the supermarket scenario is really smart. Um, especially for someone like Joey, who is like a serial one-night stander. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's It'd true. be different if he was, like, falling in love with his roommate. But I do think it's, like, okay, you live together. I mean, we've all seen New Girl, right? Like, they break up, and then they have to still live in the same apartment. And I guess you could move out, but, like, uh, I just feel like it's such a layer of That's complication. Drastic. When yeah. you're not sure, like, I don't know. It feels like a, the, a bad place to just, like, test the waters out. Because even, like, somebody in your friend group is kind of risky, you know? Because you're like, I don't want to yeah. change the whole dynamic of our friend group. But imagine if it's roommates. Like, I just can't imagine living with two people who were friends and then dated and then now they're broken up but we all still live together. Ugh. <laughs> that just sounds like a lot to manage, you know? I think it's a bad idea to choose a roommate because you think they're hot. Like well, that to me course. is like, maybe just date that person. Don't live with them. But um, I have had a few friends that have gotten together because they were roommates. Um, one of them, they were, they were roommates. Um, I can't remember if they were dating other people or what happened, but it was like, he started to have a crush on her and he told his other roommates, I think, but they didn't tell her. And so then like one night they all went like the whole house, like they all went out together and then kind of one by one, the other roommates were just like, we're tired. We're going to go bye," And like purposely left them alone. Um, and she was just like, hadn't even really realized. And then it, like, I think like, it was kind of like one thing led to another and she was like, Oh, okay, this is what's happening. And she was into it as well. And so they were going to get married, but are now broken up and seeing other people. So I don't know if that worked out or not. And then, um, through COVID that's happened. I have a friend who like, I think she started like secretly hooking up with her roommate because COVID level four lockdown, like people weren't allowed to go anywhere. And I don't know if they're still together or not either. I could see how it happens. Cause it's like proximity and you like, everybody wants to meet somebody organically, you know, and that is a very like natural way to meet people, I guess, if but I, it would, yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to do it unless I was sure because that would just be really tricky. But if you're out there and you have had this happen to you before, ooh, actually, there are people that we know that are listening. They were roommates, some friends of mine. Um, they were roommates, but he, the guy, so the girl um, owned the condo that they lived in, and then the guy moved out. Because I think it was like the two of them and then there was like another girl that was living there. So it was three of them. And not most, a lot of my friends in Chicago didn't live in like mixed gender houses. It was mostly like girls with girls, guys with guys. There was a few friends here and there. But um, 
but their third friend moved out and then it was just the two of them. But it really wasn't that weird because they were just such good friends. Um, and it really seemed platonic. But then I think then the guy realized he had a huge crush. Well, I don't think it was just a crush. I think he realized he was in love with his girl roommate. And so he was like, I have to move out. And so he moved out. And I'm pretty sure he even was like, gonna go on like a trip to China or something. And our other guy friend was like, dude, just ask her out. <laughs> like, You don't have to go to China to avoid this. And um, yeah, and so I, I don't remember all of the details, but they are married with a child now and very much in love and adorable. And But they didn't just like start hooking up. I think he was like, oh no, this is bad. I need to move out. And so they were like, you know, trying to go about it in like a certain way. Before they got together, he was like, I don't, I don't want to like, I think he was like, I don't want to be her roommate when we like start dating. Cause that's just messy and blurry. Yeah. And I think like, I'm not saying it can't happen. It can't work out. But the way Joey wants to go about it, just willy nilly. Oh, um, I asked her to, wants to hook with up me, with so this girl. Just, <laughs> right. And I mean, even if he thinks he wants something long term, maybe he should like get to know her a little bit more before he like, I just feel like it's so messy. The whole thing. Oh, of is course. Just he doesn't know this woman at all. Yeah. No, no I'm with he you. just thinks she's hot. I think it's, yeah, it's different if it's like we lived, like, yeah, okay, I thought you were attractive when you moved in, but I wasn't going to do anything. And then stuff grew between us over time, not just like hot girl want to sleep with. Like, yeah. you don't just have somebody live there so you can like dip in and dip out as, <laughs> this is not how I would do it. So anyway, um, so he says that to her and she's like, no, I don't feel that way. And I'm pretty sure that's that. And then finally, um, okay, so I, so um, Ross and Chandler are hanging out in the apartment, and <laughs> Ross is like, in, I was reading this fascinating article that in the year 2030, there's going to be computers that are so advanced, they'll be able to carry out the same amount of processes as the human brain. So theoretically, you could download all of your thoughts and memories into this computer and live forever as a machine. What do you think about this? What I think, first and foremost, is that 2030 is not that far away. No. Not anymore. Which is crazy. Back then, it was, what, the year 2000 or 2001 or something when... It was 99. No, um, it's not still 99. Because this is season 99. six now. Because they're the one we're about to have. I know, but we're about to have the millennium. We haven't had it yet. No, the one with the routine. Oh my gosh, you're totally right. Okay, wow, it's still ninety nine. This year is dragging on. Well, we only experienced the last eight episodes took place over four like days. Day. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay. Um. Okay, yeah, so you think so, the year 2030 is not that far away, correct? Which is crazy. Um, and I think it sounds appealing in a way. It's like kind of cool. But I don't know. What do you think? I think that it'll probably happen sooner than 2030 because if you think about how sophisticated our like computer processing and functions and stuff are now with like machine learning, robotics, AI, 
all that type stuff. Like there's some, there's some theory and I can't remember whose it is, but it's like, it's, um, the, the theory says that it's like computer processing doubles every year or something like that. Oh yeah. Technology doubles itself. Yeah. And so like the rate of technology is advancing so rapidly. Like once you have it, it can be used to kind of help advance itself. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised. It, like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know anything about the human brain other than that I have one. And so I don't know how advanced and like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like compared to a normal algorithm, like how right. smart is our brain versus an algorithm? I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised if something like this could come about faster than 2030 with like advances in technology. Um and then I also think like that sounds kind of scary because like I'm not I'm not averse to technology and technological advances. Like I think that um, with some of the harm and some of the like negative stuff that have come about with technology, like for the most part, it's also like really helped to like advance society and our lives. And like mm-hmm. pre-COVID, you know, we were like using it to like fight you know global hunger and global poverty, and like we were making real strides in that. So. On the one hand, I think it's a positive thing, but having machines that are smart as or smarter than humans is a little bit of a scary thought. And I yeah. don't oh, know if true. that's because of like the Terminator and like Gerda from Maniac. Um, and just like, I, I don't know, that worries me a little bit because, yeah, that worries me a little bit. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I think it would, yeah, I don't, I guess if we're talking about like robots that are like roaming the earth, but in a way I kind of thought it would just like, we'd be in like one of those giant um, data rooms that like Amazon has and Facebook has. Yeah, like a server. But I guess there wouldn't be any point of that of just living in a server. Well, it could be. I'm not saying like a human robot type thing, but like, Think about like your your TV is hooked up to the internet. And so if there was a server room that was like as smart as a human, it could use the internet to connect like, if it was online, right. which it probably would be. Um, I read a book about this, actually a series of books. Um, it could, that's like what the internet of things is, you know what I mean? Like your refrigerator mm-hmm. is potentially hooked up to the internet to know yeah. like when to reorder things that are like, you know, low or your webcams in your house, your security cameras are hooked up to your internet. Your Alexa is hooked up to your internet. Your TV is hooked up to your internet. And so it's like they, like com- computers could, like our cars are hooked up to the internet. Do you know what I mean? Like everything we rely on, our medical equipment and records, like everything we rely right. on is hooked up to the internet. And so if if computers became sentient or whatever, I'm still after five, six seasons, not sure I'm pronouncing that word properly. Um, they could potentially like take, like control all of the things that humans rely on. So I don't know if that like sounds too far out there or whatever. I have read some fiction books on this and it's, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just think I that know. like, I, I don't remember, do you remember a few years back? Um, I think it was Facebook had invented like 
they had like invented some algorithms and like machine learning to to do just that, right? Like machine, you, you know what machine learning is, right? Mm-hmm. And so they had invented some like bots to do that. And then the bots eventually like, because the whole idea is that like they like teach themselves, like you kind of teach them how to like recognize patterns and then they use that to teach themselves how to do other stuff. And so these two bots like got so advanced that they started communicating with each other in some sort of computer language that the humans had not taught them, but they basically taught themselves and started communicating to each other. And Facebook had to pull the plug and shut it down because they were like, uh, we don't we don't know what they're saying to each other and we're not actually like th- this we don't we don't necessarily have control over like I think they still did have control over them, but they were like at any point they could mm-hmm. lose control over these bots and so they had to like pull the plug. So that's kind of what makes mm, me think like it could be here sooner than 2030. It is. Do you know what we're doing right now? Interfacing. So anyway, Ross is talking about this. Chandler thinks it's boring. Um, and (laughs) (laughs) interesting. Um, and so, so anyway, so, you know, Monica comes in and she's like, oh, great Chandler, you nailed the boxes to the floor. And he's like, what? No, I didn't. She's like, great. You can move them, which is like, fair enough. Move your crap. You live at Monica's now. So he decides to put everything away. Joey helps him. And then I love this little scene where Chandler's like, Oh no, Joey must have gone home. And look, there is one box left. <laughs> and you can hear doing exactly that, what Renee's doing. You can hear Joey in the box like, hee hee. <laughs> and he's like, surprise. And he's like, oh my God, you almost gave me a heart attack. And he's like, oh, oh gotcha. Um, and so, anyway, so he's like, I'm going to do something really nice. I'm going to go get Monica some flowers and I'm going to clean this whole house for her. But then Ross comes over and the house kind of looks like it did when Phoebe tried to watch the triplets at Monica's apartment. Everything is everywhere. Now, where I think he went wrong is if you're going to clean stuff, like start with one room, do the kitchen, right? And then be done. (gasps) Start with one counter in the kitchen. Do that. Put everything back. Off you go. I don't know what he was doing. I am very, I am very guilty of this though. Really? I like, yeah, I you know. Just rip everything it apart? Seem, not rip everything apart, but I'll like, I did it today. Like, I did it today. I cleaned up. I'm like in, I think it's that like spring cleaning need, but I just was like, I want to throw everything I own away and have nothing. <laughs> that would and be. have nothing. <laughs> and have nothing. I don't want any of it. But like, um. I, I said this to Matt. I was like, I think we tend to, not in like a hoarder way, but there's, so this is a really good example. Like we have these shorter glasses that we actually got from our wedding. Like we registered for them and they're like eight ounces. You're you know, welcome. Like a small cup. You didn't get me those. I know. I got you guys an airbed. You got me an airbed. Um, but they <laughs> like a set of 12 remembered. small, I remember a set of 12 small glasses so we have tall ones and short ones. We've broken not all of the tall ones, but like we used to have 12 and I think we have four or five now because we use them all the time. The right. small ones we almost never use because they're really small. And so the only time I ever use them is if we have like, if we host like a larger dinner, I'll use those as water glasses because I have more of them. 
Yeah. We never use them. And I was like, we should just, they're taking up like most of the prime space in our cabinet for glasses. But I've always been like, oh, well, we use them sometimes. And oh, what if we have a bunch of people? Or, you know, I do that kind of like not ridiculous questioning. But I'm like, I don't want to be flippant with the things I have and have to go buy them later, you know? Right. But I was like, you know, we've kept these long enough. We really don't use them enough. And I can serve people out of mismatched glasses. It's okay. That's allowed. So that's allowed. So I'm like, I'm getting rid of them. So I pulled all the cups down out of the cabinet. But then I thought, I also have these couple of random, like, wine glasses that I like, but I don't use regularly. I pretty much use the same two wine glasses all the time. And I was like, I'm going to put them, I have, like, a little hutch that um, that has, like, specialty glassware and then, like, my serving trays are in there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to put them with the other glassware. But then I pulled all the glasses out of where the glassware was. And then I started packaging some of those up because I don't use them even regularly enough. I only need that many wine glasses if I have like wine club or something, which is like a couple times a year. So I just wrap those in tissue paper and put them in basement because they don't need to be taken up like prime real estate. Yes, you can pull them out when you need them. And then I came over and I pulled all the water bottles out of the water bottle drawer and... Then I organized those and then I circled back around. But I definitely like one thing makes me think of the next thing. And then I kind of, before I know it, all of our furniture is in the middle of the room and I'm crying with you. You know, you've been there. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I think I do get that, especially if you're trying to like, I mean, he was just cleaning stuff and putting it back, but I get what yeah. you mean. If you, So we don't have a lot of space at our new apartment. It's pretty small, although we do have the entire length of our house is um, a garage and storage and like laundry mm-hmm. underneath the house. So I'm like, do you know what? Let's just put everything down there that we don't need on like a daily basis Except for like the vacuum cleaner. I was very adamant that I wanted the vacuum cleaner up here. Because I, I was like, if I have to go downstairs to grab the vacuum cleaner. Oh, it's spoiler, never going to happen. I will never vacuum. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, um, but you know, things like, yeah, things like special wine glasses or whatever. When it's like you only need it if you've got company. Um, we barely have room in our spare bedroom for a bed um, and a desk. And because we'd rather use this as an office, like where I'm recording from right now, um, we're even considering just moving the mattress down into the storage. And we're like, mm-hmm. when do we actually ever have people staying with us? We'll just bring it up right. the like twice a year that that happens. So we haven't yep. done that yet, but we're considering it. But um, yeah, I get it. I, I get why you would do that. Especially if you're like, why don't I just get rid of all the extra stuff I don't need and then like streamline what I put back. But you got to really like build yourself up to be like, okay, this is going to take a few hours. I need to crack through this. We're powering through. Um, so Chandler tries, but you know, um, Ross comes over and he was like, did Monica give you permission to move all her stuff? And he's like, I didn't need it. I was going to like, I'm going to put it back. And he's like, exactly where you found it. And he's like, exactly where I found it. Um, but you know, Ross is like, okay, Chandler, but like Monica's really weird about this kind of thing. And Chandler's like, she won't mind. He's like, I'm sorry, have you met Monica? Right. I know. I'm like, I, when he says that, I'm like, seriously, know your audience. Yeah. Like 
she's not gonna notice yes she is she's definitely gonna notice she's gonna notice and she's gonna mind and i think it's funny just because like the way that ross asks him it's almost like he's not he's not being like uh dude good luck he's almost like scared he's like did did you get monica's permission you know what i mean he's like almost as like ptsd from childhood um and so Anyway, so Chandler is like, kind of realizes, he's like, no, she's going to realize I did a good thing, right? And then he calls and he's like, hi, hon, how are you? And she's like, terrible. If you want, and she's like in, okay, she's in her place of business in the kitchen in front of her coworkers, like, if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. Other people wreck stuff. And I'm like, they can hear you, Monica. She sounds like a nightmare to work with, to be honest. I know. She really does. She needs to chill. But yeah, Chandler now is fearing for his life. Chefs are notoriously not chill and control freaks, though. So I guess it's the line of work. But anyway, um, yeah, so he so she's like, I'm going to come home early to see you. And he's like, no, 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 no. You stay there. Bye. And so he like tries to figure out how to put stuff back and it's not working. And so he's like, all right, Ross, you've got to help me. Ross is like, oh, we'll go through the photo albums. There's like pictures. We can use those good idea but there's a lot of tchotchkes at monica's so this is gonna be hard and obviously didn't do a good enough job well so so monica tries to walk in chandler slams the door on her and he's like you can't come in here ross is naked (laughs) i know which they do this this another time but it's monica and chandler and they talk about the naked ring toss game with the bagel. Oh, that's right. The bagel. <laughs> we were... And I can't remember what they're trying to avoid. No, because Joey's over and he, he like left a bagel on the floor. And isn't it with Rachel when they Joey's trying to avoid Rachel because they are like having that weird dating thing or something. And um, she's like, oh, no, that that's uh, that's Chandler and I. We were doing something earlier and and one of them was like, oh, God, please tell me Chandler wasn't na- naked, like a ring toss situation. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, and so Monica's like, what? And and Chandler's like, well, I had to, I couldn't say I was naked. She's allowed to see me naked. And Ross is like, right. why does anybody have to be naked? <laughs> I know. Oh, I but I don't know it. what else would you have said. To keep him out of there. He, I mean, she, he could have been like, we have a surprise for you in here and it's not ready yet. Can you just go out for an hour? But I guess then he would have been like building yeah. up her expectations that it's something fun yep. and not, I've ruined your system. <laughs> right. So, exactly. Anyway. And so, yeah. So why does anyone have to be naked? And he's like, Ross is showing me something naked. And he's like, I guess it's kind of a guy problem. <laughs> I love when Ross decides to play along. I know. And then <laughs> Chandler digs his own grave on this one. Oh, yeah. And Monica's like, is it the same thing Chandler had? There's still some medicine in the cabinet. <laughs> Ross is like, dude, what do you have? So anyway, I'm very fun. All good. So Monica comes back later. Is it safe to come in? Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, uh, why is everything different? And Ross is like, see you later. And she's like, this is in the wrong spot. That's in the wrong spot. Don't even get me started on the refrigerator magnets. And so Chandler's like, okay, I tried to clean everything. And when I put it back, I couldn't remember where it all went. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. She's like, 
what Chandler, like, don't be afraid of me. Like, I know I have this compulsive need to have everything in a perfect place, but like, I don't expect you to, which is very nice. This is great. This is one of those very good relationship moments. It is, but uh, I'm trying to figure out because when he's like, you know, do you want me to be afraid of you? And I'm like, she kind of does a little bit. But not in this moment. In this moment, she's choosing to be sweet. But I do, I do feel like she does actually want him to care about these things. Yeah, that so does come know. up later, right? Where they're like, they're doing Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, he, and she's like, you could help, you know. And, and he's like, you know you don't want me to. You can't have it both ways. Like, right. <laughs> you either want it all done your way or you're going to let me help in a way that is satisfactory but not to you. Right. I do think that sometimes guys purposely like do a bad job of things so that people won't ask them to help again. But I also kind of feel like there is no winning with Monica because it's unattainable right. her levels of perfection. Right. I don't think so. Yeah. So anyway, and so they have a very sweet um, little moment and they're about to kiss. And then she's like, hold on a second. First things first. Did Ross sit anywhere when he was naked <laughs> and she starts like scrubbing and Taylor's like yeah over there oh it's so cute I love them I love this every single episode from here on out is amazing it really is it's such a good season because is I this the it. one with the routine is in here mm-hmm oh so good it show is um and the one where Ross got high such a favorite which is, that's a Thanksgiving episode. So funny. So um, good. Yes. Okay. But let's, let's, we'll leave those for now because the next week's episode is the one with Ross's teeth, which is also just hysterical. <laughs> Classic. Uh, it is. Okay. So um, should we end it like we started it? Yes. Thanks. Everybody. This has Ben, best friends club. That's the end of the sentence, isn't it? Join us next week. Bye. Oh, Bye. what are we gonna say for the? <laughs> it's too hard. It is. It is hard. We are totally going off the cuff here. We did not plan this. Shocker! Obviously. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Join us next week uh, for season six, episode eight, the one where one with Ross's teeth. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye.